This year, Peloton is gifting you their best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Shop from a variety of accessories such as cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, and more. Whether you have 10 minutes to spare for a strength class or 30 minutes for a running or cycling class, there's a workout that works for you with music that is truly iconic. So don't miss out on Peloton's best offer of the season. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Hi, my name is Zach, and together with Wikipedia, I'll help you fall asleep. Get cozy and relax. I'll read out loud to you. Today, coffee culture. A way to socialize. Coffee culture is a set of traditions and social behaviors that surround the consumption of coffee, particularly as a social lubricant. The term also refers to the cultural diffusion and adoption of coffee as a widely consumed stimulant. In the late 20th century, espresso became an increasingly dominant drink, contributing to coffee culture, particularly in the Western world and other urbanized centers across the globe. The culture surrounding coffee and coffee houses dates back to 16th century Turkey. Coffee houses in Western Europe and the Eastern Mediterranean were not only social hubs, but also artistic and intellectual centers. Le Deux Magots in Paris, now a popular tourist attraction, was once associated with the intellectuals Jean-Paul Sartre and Simone de Beauvoir. In the late 17th and 18th centuries, Coffee houses in London became popular meeting places for artists, writers and socialites, as well as centres for political and commercial activity. In the 19th century, a special coffee house culture developed in Vienna, the Viennese Coffee House, which then spread throughout Central Europe. Elements of modern coffee houses include slow-paced gourmet service, alternative brewing techniques, and inviting decor. In the United States, coffee culture is often used to describe the ubiquitous presence of espresso stands and coffee shops in metropolitan areas, along with the spread of massive international franchises such as Starbucks. Many coffee shops offer access to free wireless internet for customers, encouraging business or personal work at these locations. Coffee culture varies by country, state, and city. In urban centers around the world, it is not unusual to see several espresso shops and stands within walking distance of one another, or on opposite corners of the same intersection. The term coffee culture is also used in popular business media to describe the deep impact of the market penetration of coffee-serving establishments. Coffee Houses A coffee house or café is an establishment that primarily serves coffee as well as other beverages. 
Historically, cafes have been important social gathering places in Europe and continue to be venues of social interaction today. During the 16th century, coffee houses were temporarily banned in Mecca due to a fear that they attracted political uprising. In 2016, Albania surpassed Spain as the country with the most coffee houses per capita in the world. In fact, there are 654 coffee houses per 100,000 inhabitants in Albania, a country with only 2.5 million inhabitants. Café culture in China has multiplied over the years. Shanghai alone has an estimated 6,500 coffee houses, including small chains and larger corporations like Starbucks. Additionally, Seoul, South Korea, has the highest concentration of coffee houses. There was a 900% rise in coffee shops between 2006 and 2011, as well as an 1,800% rise in national sales during this same time. There is a coffee expo in Seoul that attracts many buyers and sellers and continues to promote the growth of coffee within South Korea. In addition to coffee, many cafes also serve tea, sandwiches, pastries, and other light refreshments. Some cafes provide other services, such as wired or wireless internet access. The name Internet Café has carried over to stores that provide internet service without any coffee for their customers. This has also spread to a type of café known as the LAN Café, which allows users to have access to computers that already have computer games installed. Social Aspects Many social aspects of coffee can be seen in the modern-day lifestyle. By absolute volume, the United States is the largest market for coffee, followed by Germany and Japan. Canada, Australia, Sweden and New Zealand also being large coffee-consuming countries. The Nordic countries consume the most coffee per capita, with Finland typically occupying the top spot with a per capita consumption of 12 kilograms per year, followed by Norway, Iceland, Denmark and Sweden. Consumption has vastly increased in recent years in the traditionally tea-drinking United Kingdom, which is still below 5 kilograms per person per year as of 2005. Turkish coffee is popular in Turkey, the Eastern Mediterranean, and Southeastern Europe. Coffee house culture had a strong cultural penetration in much of the former Ottoman Empire, where Turkish coffee remains the dominant style of preparation. The coffee enjoyed in the Ottoman Middle East was produced in Yemen or Ethiopia, despite multiple attempts to ban the substance for its stimulating qualities. By 1600, coffee and coffee houses were a prominent feature of Ottoman life. There are various scholarly perspectives on the functions of the Ottoman coffee house. Many of these argue that Ottoman coffee houses were centers of important social ritual, making them as or more important than the coffee itself. At the start of the modern age, the coffee houses were places for renegotiating the social hierarchy and for challenging the social order. 
Coffee has been important in Austria and French culture since the late 19th and early 20th centuries. Vienna's coffee houses are prominent in Viennese culture and known internationally, while Paris was instrumental in the development of café society in the first half of the 20th century. The Viennese coffee house culture then spread across Central Europe. Scientists and artists met in the special microcosm of the Viennese coffee houses of the Habsburg Empire. The artists, musicians, intellectuals, bon vivants, and their finances met in the coffee house and discussed new projects, theories, and worldviews. A lot of information was also obtained in the coffee house because local and foreign newspapers were freely available to all guests. This multicultural atmosphere and culture was largely destroyed by the later National Socialism and Communism and only persisted in individual places that remained in the slipstream of history, such as Vienna or Trieste. Trieste in particular was and is an important point of reference in terms of coffee culture because it is the most important port and processing location for coffee in Central Europe and Italy. In this diverse coffee house culture of the multicultural Habsburg Empire, various types of coffee preparation also developed. This is how the world-famous cappuccino developed from the Viennese cappuccino coffee via the Italian-speaking parts of the empire in northern Italy. In France, coffee consumption is also often viewed as a social activity and exists largely within the café culture. Espresso-based drinks, including but not limited to café au lait and café crema, are most popular within modern French coffee culture. Notably in Northern Europe, coffee parties are a popular form of entertainment. The host or hostess of the coffee party also serves cake and pastries, which are sometimes homemade. In Germany, Netherlands, Austria and the Nordic countries, strong black coffee is also regularly consumed during or immediately after main meals, such as lunch and dinner, and several times a day at work or school. In these countries, especially Germany and Sweden, restaurants and cafes will often provide free refills of black coffee, especially if customers purchase a sweet treat or pastry with their drink. In the United States, coffee shops are typically used as meeting spots for business and are frequented as dating spots for young adults. Coffee has played a large role in history and literature because of the effects of the industry on cultures where it is produced and consumed. Coffee is often regarded as one of the primary economic goods used in imperial control of trade. The colonized trade patterns in goods such as slaves, coffee and sugar defined Brazilian trade for centuries. Coffee in culture or trade is a central theme and prominently referenced in poetry, fiction and regional history. Coffee Break a coffee break is a routine social gathering for a snack or short downtime by employees in various work industries. Allegedly originating in the late 19th century by the wives of Norwegian immigrants 
in Stoughton, Wisconsin. It is celebrated there every year with the Stoughton Coffee Break Festival. In 1951, Time magazine noted that, since the war, the coffee break has been written into union contracts. The term subsequently became popular through a 1952 ad campaign of the Pan-American Coffee Bureau, which urged consumers to give yourself a coffee break and get what coffee gives to you. John B. Watson, a behavioral psychologist who worked with Maxwell House later in his career, helped popularize coffee breaks within American culture. Hey, still awake? If you like this podcast, please hit subscribe and leave a rating in your podcast app. The podcast is available under Creative Commons Attribution. This podcast is produced and edited by Shonline Media. Read by me, Zach.